everybody, you're listening to another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the freaking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, per usual, we got the cute boy here himself, Robbie Boy. Robbie, say hello to beautiful people. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome home, Robbie. You're back in New York. I am back in New York. What was the first thing you did when you got off the plane? First thing Wait, I did? Robbie went to Utah like I went a bougie-ass bitch. I did go to Utah like a bougie-ass bitch. Everyone, everyone I that, did very bougie. Anyone <laughs> that you go, oh, I hate, their so- I hate their presence online was there. And Robbie Boy. <laughs> Everyone, you go, Jesus Christ, they're a fucking eye roll. But when you see them in person, you go, hey, oh, look who it is. In um, Utah. Yeah, I went to. The- was in Utah this weekend. Uh, Ed Rob. Correct. Uh, I mean, not ever. No, I can't sign off on that. <laughs> I know. Neither can I. I can't sign off on I spe- that. I speak in. Fi- I, I but, say whatever I want. Who cares? Yeah, for sure. I don't care anymore. I'm, no. living, I'm living in a no. fucking hole. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm fucking Machiavelli screamed from the look down at his people from the top of the mountain. Me, I'm observing society from the from the hole. You know, <laughs> he looked down to understand society. Me, I'm looking from the sewers, yeah, yeah. being like, oh, that's what people are like. Me, the fucking troll man. Oh yeah, go ahead. So how was uh, how was the beautiful state of Utah? It was nice, Utah. I mean, I went to Park City during the Sundance Film Festival. I didn't see any movies or anything. Did you see any Mormons? Yeah, for I mean, how'd you know? How do you recognize? No, I, didn't, a Mormon? I didn't know for sure, but you were like, you they, must. they look like a Mormon. You, you no, nah, I mean, you just must. I must have seen a Mormon. I don't know for sure, but I, I can only imagine, right? I can imagine. Yeah. Although, it's like, hard. Mormons fit in any place that's like a meet and greet. Mormons fit in because they always have the thing with the name tag. Yeah. So Mormons hide among us in meet and greets. You know, yes. you don't even freaking know. No, there's there. not that many meet and greets. It uh, was very. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Hollywood, they don't put on name tags. No. You know, it's like the one place that you go, one like business like events where no one wears name yes. tags. Because if you don't know them, that's disrespectful. Yeah. It's not like you go to the accountant, the accountant meeting. It's like, oh, you you know, Timothy, uh, Timothy, blah, blah. You know, oh, how dare you? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It was because it's very it's like a networking three-day networking event for like some of the most famous people on the planet and like the richest people on the planet um and yeah there's none of that it is interesting what i found so like there's a lot of corporate sponsors for the film festival and in years past they'll just have like pop-ups and they'll give out free stuff and whatever uh and this was the first time that the film festival has happened since 2020 but this year now all the corporate sponsors are back but they have now brought with them a non-profit Whereas it used to just be like the Acura line. Now it's like Acura plus like the Stacy's chips. And then it was like this organization that uh, propels women in business. It would be like. That's so annoying. (laughs) It was so wild. It's just because like. like, All right. Now it's like Chase and now they have like some. Just be a capitalist place. I know. (laughs) And just do it on the DL. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know how much an eye roll Scrooge must have been the, the day, a Christmas day, throwing geese down, yeah. like giving away candy on the streets? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we appreciated Scrooge, but you're still Scrooge. You yeah, know what I mean? We 100%. still remember. So when you attach yourself to these nonprofits. It's, it's just like, yeah, that's what they were. It was funny to see that. Uh, yeah, I guess they, they were like, visited by the ghosts of the pandemic. And, exa- and, well, exactly. Not and, even. And, just and, racial, <laughs> and, and, and racism, you know? Yeah. Jesus. It was yeah. just like they needed they, well, it's almost to be better at capitalism now. You needed that little cell because it's like, oh, people are on to us, um, which was wild. It's a whole. We're still on to you. Yeah, we're still. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like exactly. Whose name? Yeah, even if your name was bigger, <laughs> right? 
We like even if like you made the nonprofit's name bigger than yours. Yes. It's still by Chase. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? 100%, like we're yes. not we're not lost by this. No. Your goal is still to take as much money from people so we push them down so they continue to need you. Hundred <laughs> percent. So like, what the frick are we doing? Yes. What the frick are we doing? No, and it is. It's I'm like, gonna start doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, for sure. I'm you gonna just I'm associate a, yourself with various non-profits. nonprofits. Yeah. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna go on dates and, and, and like say it's a, oh hey uh, hey it's me Sebastian uh, but I'm also here with the Bedstuy Foundation yeah well like <laughs> exactly like what are we doing no like that kind of shit annoys me because we know your motive at the end of the day so it's just, just like you need now you need the nonprofits to make more money donate money sure yeah hundred percent directly to like people who need or yeah. change policy I mean there's a thousand things they could do but. Yeah. They all, a lot of big corporations go to Park City for the week. They rent out a what's space. What's the biggest juxtaposition between the two, the nonprofits and the and the company? Did you see anyone with a big juxtaposition, like juxtaposition that didn't belong together? Not really. No, not really. Uh, there's. It wasn't like Wells Fargo and, and the no. unhoused company. I did see, though. <laughs> We support the unhoused. Get yes. get along with us yeah. to get a bad to, to get your own home. You know. <laughs> no, yeah, it would be like in a can of goose in the environment, which is which, oh, it's it's just like there's yeah, a lot of great. they all yeah everybody like everyone had yeah. a nonprofit Buy partner. Our fur, now. protect the animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we only we only use the fur after we kill the animals. Yeah. <laughs> We ethically kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to ethically kill as these companies, the the funnest phrase I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. You know what? I love that. Ethically I mean, slaughter. I, I appreciate the ethical kill. Sure. I'm sure is, that there is, yeah, that it's real, but it is at the end of the day. They're changing the, um, they're changing the standard for, um, a lot of the st- packaging, um, for what could be like farm raised or grass fed in okay. the yeah, U.S. Uh, the FDA is changing a lot of that stuff, which is great. Yes. Because a lot of it, sometimes you walk in the grocery store, you just see chicken with the green label. You go, oh, that's the good one. Yes, a thousand percent. You know how tricky that the color, the color green in a grocery store is? Yes. It's the epitome of health. Yes. The the healthiest color in a grocery store is green. Yeah. If I see a, the green color, I go, oh, this is good for, yeah. for my health, society, <laughs> I'm ethical, yeah. right? I know nothing. I don't even read the product. I'm literally picking up, I'm picking up veal. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm buying green veal. veal. Yeah, we don't yeah. know. Yeah, like exactly. oh, this must be good for the world. Absolutely. The color green has done so. That's the biggest sh- ruse that they've ever pulled. In the food. big meat industry. Yeah. I would love that meeting. They're all sitting around bullshitting, right? And everyone goes, "I got a big idea. What? What is? What is it? You know, everyone says we're mean. We we destroy the cows. We we rip them from limb to limb. Push them in little crates. Yeah. What if? What if on the packaging? We use the color green like the earth. Yeah. Like the grass. I love the idea of like a guy goes in a pitch meeting and he has a PowerPoint and it's just one slide and it's the color green. Yeah, and all good, I mean, but all, this is what happens. This, this is, is not, what happens. Like you go to these things and you realize how it's it's a different society of people. I mean, and they live in their own bubble and they need to feel good about themselves. And now in order to feel good, it's yeah, you it's need the just, color green. You need nonprofits. You need and also. It's it's uh, all over the place. Yeah, it's but. so fun. I mean, in reality, they add twenty other slides after pitching the color green, so they seem like a, re- a legit person. Yeah, like let's just be honest. You're just pitching the color green. Yeah, and all the stats about the color green afterwards are of uh, nothing. They're yeah. fugazi bullshit. One hundred percent. 
I mean, and this, oh, I got to say this now. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll get to your trip. That's okay. We'll leak it out. We'll leak it out. We'll leak it out we'll like slowly a slow leak gas it out. leak yes. throughout the podcast. Definitely. Slowly making us truly insane inside this fucking hole of a world we <laughs> <Okay>. are in. <laughs> um, so, uh, the color green, I got something to say about this. Let's hear it. People ask you, hey, what's your favorite color, right? That's a nice question. People you think ask. it is a nice question? No, I don't. It doesn't tell you You're anything right. about a personality. You're right. And I hate the quizzes that's like, you'll learn a lot by the person's favorite color. Nah, it's usually just the color your parents painted your room or some shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Nothing. You're yeah. given your favorite you're color. Given, also, you're given like four options as a kid. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. So everyone, people, well, anyways, it's a question people ask. Like, oh, what's your yes, favorite it color? Is. Right? It's, it's also, if you don't know it about a person, they'll feel like you don't know them at all. Which is annoying oh, to me because yeah. it's like, I how does that inform anything about you? She knew nothing. She, she did, didn't. She exactly. Didn't know shit about me, man. She, I, she <laughs> didn't know anything. Yeah. Did she come to my family's house? Yes. Was she there when my mother died? Of course. I go. What's my favorite color, Samantha? She goes. I don't know. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Like, like, truly, people do hold weight. He didn't even know my favorite color. I know, right? Like during a breakup, that is like a like a, a always a straw that breaks breaks the camel's back. Yeah, it's, it it helps you get over the person. He didn't even know because they don't know color. your favorite color. What was it? Purple? Oh my god, you love me, lavender. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, people, I've been asked, "What's your favorite color?" And I say green. It's a lie. It's a lie. I don't like green anymore. You don't that like was green my favorite anymore. color as a child. Okay. I'm I'm in my thirties. Yes. I can't be walking around. Someone goes, Hey Sebastian, what's your favorite color? Green. <laughs> oh, I like green. <laughs> That's a baby answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta grow into myself. At least I need to throw forest in front of it. You yeah, know definitely. I, at least I have to go forest green. I have to like as you mature, your color should mature with you. Yes. You 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 should start being like say the fancier version. You go from the from the eight box of Crayola to the 164, you know what I yes. mean? We need to start ex exploring tones of favorite color. I think, and I'm done with that. My favorite color ain't green anymore. Don't know. I could spell. <laughs> I could. I know how to count. Yes. I don't yes. go. Oh, I like green. Oh, give me a pancake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think. I think a good response as an adult would be like, I love a fuchsia. I love. I love a like. A forest green. I, I love a sea blue. Like, and then with an like, explanation, you love a lot this. of different things for different for different settings. Yeah, with with like a reason. Like, oh, I love like a like a, a, a burnt like a, a burgundy, a rich burgundy, because it reminds me of like um, when the autumn leaves are turning and the moment before a leaf falls off a tree. Yes, this is another good point. Your favorite color should probably change throughout the year. Should definitely change throughout the year. You can't I wear the love, same shit all year round. Like, I love teal. Yeah, me too. I love the color teal. I think it's very fun, very Miami. You know? Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. I learned how to say that word from Will Smith. Um, <laughs> Party in the city where the heat is on. <laughs> me too. I mean, a lot of us did. I mean, a lot of people learned how to say Wait, Miami a lot of us from learned the word. about Miami from Will Smith. Yeah. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> Benito, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's offensive, uh, but it is. At least you know the reason why. I'm not trying to hurt people. Um, eh, some people I try to hurt. <laughs> the Miami you people. No, you don't. Some people. You want to hurt? Yeah, there's one person in particular. Who? My arch nemesis. You have a new arch nemesis? My in four days? My own fucking reflection. Oh, okay. I can't do this. <laughs> 
sure. Right, sure. Right. We won't sure, go to that. Sure. I promised myself we would be positive on the podcast okay. tonight. Okay. I started... We can be negative if you want. No. You want to view... We can turn and be negative. No. If you want to promise... be negative, negative is fun. No, because being that ne- that would be selfish. That would be selfish. That I'm here to make people happy. I'm it's not. It's January. I'm What's not here. It's January 23rd. It's fucking raining in New York City. It's We're cold. all looking at. We're all looking at the <laughs> fucking devil every day. Yeah. We're all just staring down the barrel of the fucking devil's cock. <laughs> That's just, what it is. Just being calm. like, do I suck it or do do I make him come all over my fucking? Do I do I deep throat the devil now and just fucking get it over with? Wait, this is a huge <laughs> development because you always say I'm. I look at the devil. I didn't know when you're looking at him. It's his dick hole. I'm staring is right he erect? There, right into the eye of the devil's cock. <laughs> Wait for and I go. I do. I go. Do I just fucking live with the devil's cock in my throat or do I fucking face it head on like a warrior and suck it down? <laughs> That just has got to come out one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Either, How no am matter I what, it? am I just going to leave it there till it comes on its own, or am I going to fucking do something about this fucking red-ass cock in my face? Um, watch the YouTube. We're trying to monetize it, so we're trying to curse less. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, I'm trying to curse less. Anyways, the fucking cum that comes out the yeah, devil's, devil's cock, cock, boiling, burns your throats. Syphilis would be a dream. I did start the episode by saying Machiavelli looks from the towers. I look from the sewers. That's true. Ah, you can't hide it, people. You know, no, it's hard to hide. Um, it's it's January twenty third. It's cold. It's yeah. It's it's this fine. is the vibe. It's also fine. a little bit. I also did hear this thing. It's like if you're a performer, you you show up. You don't want to be selfish. You know, it's that's true. Self, yeah, I don't want to be selfish for the people. No, that's true. Even if I'm in a, uh, even if I'm, you know, not feeling hundred percent, seeing the devil's cock every night. You yeah. know what I mean. I've been, yeah, yeah. you got to show up. That's good. You got to make sure you tuck that shit back. <laughs> tuck it in, baby. <laughs> you tuck, you make sure you go devil. You tuck that cock right. back. I got fucking people to make giggle. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare, devil, okay? You tuck that cock right into your own fucking ass. <laughs> Excuse me, devil. I was just wondering. Uh, I got to do a podcast. Uh, uh, am I putting that cock just straight back? You do the thing where you go, knock, 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 yeah. when your head's already in the room. Yeah. <laughs> knock, 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 hey, Mr. Devil. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, okay, you know how um, and, uh, you know uh, how you've been doing this thing where uh, it feels like you're just shoving your cock down my throat all day in yeah. like an aggressive way. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I got a couple of giggles I got to put out, yes. you know? Um. So, yeah, I guess my new favorite color is like a burgundy. Burgundy. <laughs> the shirt you're wearing. I guess today it's a burgundy, right? Yeah. But I think then, um, like, it is teal in the summer. It is, like, I think it changes. Like, there's nothing better than red and green by Christmas, you know? 100%. Yeah, but I think that I want to, like, revisit some of these, like, some of these questions people ask, these, like, cliche questions, because we've talked about, like, having to, like, come up with good questions. To get to know someone. To get to know someone. I think what I need to do also, because that's that's selfish a little. Like that's one. Excuse me. That's not selfish. That's one side of the equation, right? Okay. Is me being like, oh, let me present better questions to people. And I'll say this. Actively, when I talk to people, I have not been. Asking better questions? No. A lot of this advice I give on the podcast, I, don't, I do a bad job for myself. Okay. It's yeah. hard to care. It's That's what it's come down to. That's you know what I really you want to know something I yeah. I did we did a clip about me crying on planes, uh, did you cry? 
No, so I was I watched Ricky Gervais's show, which is like about he loses his wife, and I watched season three. It's heavy. When did Ricky Gervais just decide to throw comedy down the well? <laughs> it was fine. It's just it's fine. I, I don't funny dis- he I don't, was. He's funny in this. You, you get laughs. Imagine you have kids and you sit him down. You go, oh, Ricky Gervais got a new show. Oh, he was. Oh God, this guy's hilarious. And then you start watching. It's like my wife's dead. <laughs> it's all about like loss. Yeah, which is fine. I just was like, oh, I know it's kind of sad. Whatever. And he does, like, really try to make it emotional, I guess, at the end. And I w- had nothing because I was like, I feel like when I've cried maybe in the past on these things, you, in this scenario, you're crying about love lost. And I'm just like, I don't, ha- I don't know what I love. <laughs> I feel you, lose. Man. I don't know what I love. You know what I mean? I'm like. <laughs> I don't know what I love. I don't. Um, like, you, per- you have someone in your mind. Or like, you know what I mean? I'm like. What I mean, I love my family, immediate family, but that's not really what that was about. It was more a romantic love or chosen love. Yeah, chosen love. Yeah, chosen love even more than that. Right? Chosen love, lost, or like that connection. And I was just so far from it that I felt like I couldn't relate at all. You know when like um, yeah, I understand that. You know what I mean? And it was kind of sad. That was sad in its own way. But I was just like, this isn't my priority. I don't even care about this. I want to care so bad. I know. And I've been saying that for so long. At some point, it's like, make the fucking effort, you yeah. loser. Yeah. I've been saying it for so long. The other day, I was staring at the crowd before I went on stage. Okay. And everyone goes, what? I go, what are you looking? Someone says, what are you looking at? I go, they get to live a life while I just. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what you, what, the clown. <laughs> the clown complex. Well, and here's the thing. So, like, this is fun for them. I go, oh, look at them all living their lives as I fucking don't even have one. <laughs> and someone patted me on the back. I mean, come see Sebastian. He's been very funny live for you. I have been funny very live. Very funny live. But here's the thing. What? Um, I think why I've been funny. I think it sucks that the sadness goes with the funny, you know? In some ways, definitely. Um, And I think that people like Ricky Gervais, the only way, th- and like why there's this like cliche, a lot of comedians also, why do they all go to dramatic work, right? Yes. Why do all these people all of a sudden become dramatic actors or do dramatic things? It's because they want to express their feelings and and what was important to them and what they cared about, right? Yeah. Um, But the only way that people would actually care about what they felt was if they made them laugh first. Yes. That's the only way. And then they get famous enough that, like, wait, people actually care. And here's the thing. Dramatic movies, hot people are in dramatic movies, so we care instantly. Yeah. So comedy people, like, why people do comedy? It's like, I want you to care about me. Great. I I have all these feelings. Wait, I'll – do it in a way that you will like me, and then we'll figure it out. And then once you like a comedian, that's uh, why they go to dramatic work. Yeah. Because then you go, oh, finally I have the license that people will take my opinion. Yeah. I have, people, I've, I have this new fucking idea. Let's hear That, it. like, having opinions is a hot person's game. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Okay. It's something that hot people get to do. Uh, I would say. You know who's the least annoying person in the group? Who? Fat Bob. <laughs> fat Bob goes with the flow. Okay. You point over to Fat Bob. You go, how you doing? He goes, Ugh. He gives two thumbs yes. up. Okay. Never a complaint. Imagine if Bob. Bob. Hey, Bob. Imagine Bob showed up every week and he had a whole new sob story. I can't even do the yada yada. Right? To a friend group. Fat Bob has less of an attention span. Like He, he gets, gets less attention yeah. from other people than anyone else. You're right. Yeah, he gets Which less. Which is sad. He gets less attention. Also, hot people can just make shit up. And like they have opinions and they can, this is the other thing. I think they, they can speak on their opinions with such authority as if they're facts because 
why not? Most people won't check them on this. Nope. You could just get to live free. You just get to like hot people fiction. You just get to create fiction every day if you want. It's truly hot people. <laughs> uh, opinions is a hot people's game. One hundred percent. Opinion. I mean, because at the end of the day, I say something on the internet. It'll be something along the lines of like, let's just pretend I say something like, "Oh wow, um, isn't it? Uh, I prefer a step stool over a ladder." Okay. And someone will be like, "Of course you do, you fat shit." <laughs> How yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, dare yeah, you, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I'll just be like, oh, don't you like when it's a little drizzly outside? And they go, I can't believe this fat tub of lard just likes to lie in bed all day. Yeah. Like, they try to find an angle in on where your opinion originated because of your appearance <coughs> or this, that, and just, the other thing. Whereas if you're hot, you, you, you just create, it just came to you by manifest, like divine yes. intervention was where your opinion came from. A thousand percent. Because nothing else is going on that is negative. So it's like, oh yeah, of course you think that because you have X, Y, and Z. Yes. Because hot people don't have any negative seemingly on the outside. So it's just, maybe the gods gave this to them. The, uh, a higher power. The gods are just speaking through, <laughs> through the them. Yeah, exactly. That's almost the vibe of that. And it's truly, it's just wild. It's like, yeah. God, God forbid, I'm ju I'm just like, hats are nice. Of course. No, I know. <laughs> to, to what? Distract us from your body, yeah, you fat exactly. loser? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> wait, he would what? say hats are nice. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to a hot person and saying that they would say. I mean, I guess maybe if. In certain instances of like them being braggadocious about Gossip being hot. is a hot person's game. Gossip too. Oh, gossip is opinions. It's truly remarkable. I mean, it's how a hot person's world. It is a hot person's world. That's what world. it is. And you know what I saw the other day? It's this what? new Mindy Killing. Keeling. Oh, how do you say her name? Kaling. Kaling. We're all wrong. Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. Kaling. That's how you do it. Okay. Wow. That's how you do it, folks. That's how you stumble your way into something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Mindy Kaling says people aren't hot; they're just rich. And that also, I think, also is true. So, but you can be. I, and I, I was a math minor, so let's break this down as a math minor. It's a hot people's. It's a hot people's world, right? Yes. Right. So they get to have opinions. Great. There aren't hot people. They're just rich people. So through that property. That means that if you're rich, you get to have opinions. Correct. Well, that's exactly. This is the world. <laughs> what do you mean? If you're rich, you basically the richest people are controlling what's happening everywhere. Pretty amazing. And they're like, you know what? They're on to us. Let's get some nonprofits on board. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's, uh, let's see if we can muster up some nonprofits <laughs> because I think they're on to us, and we need to be a little nicer. Um. Anyways, I was thinking like so. We talked about like giving um. Giving good questions, right? Cool, yes. And I'm like, I don't only have to do that. I have to be prepared for when people ask me the basic questions to have better, more articulate answers. Okay. Right? Like, what's your favorite color? Yes. I need to come more correct with that shit. Okay. Because there's a lot of, like, very basic questions. That people ask on a first date. Or yeah, that you're or meeting any, someone, a big group. Yeah, What's yeah. your favorite movie, right? That's yes. like a, a Well, favorites is hard. Favorites is hard, but here's the thing. I'd rather someone give me an answer than say, I don't have a favorite movie or I can't do that. You know? Okay. Um, what about like, what do you like in a movie? What makes a good movie to you? See, but that's a great question. Yeah. Oh, you, okay. Well, you want well, good answers. I, well, we need good answers to, to bad, bad questions. questions. Okay. Okay. Not I, good questions to. Yeah, yeah. We can't always control the question. Okay. okay if someone okay. go, if someone goes, what's your favorite movie? And what's annoying, what I'm trying to say is like someone goes, I don't answer that question. That's too hard to answer. You're critiquing their question. 
Yeah. Rather than... I might say. I could just go Toy Story because it's easy. No, yeah, Toy Story. But here's the thing. You said that with such malice. You're annoyed at almost that you had to answer. Yeah. What I want you to do then is spin the Toy Story into something that then becomes interesting. Okay. Like, I think you could be like Toy Story. Oh, do you remember? To think that everything has a life that we don't even realize makes me realize how small I am in, in this big city. Wow, so poetic. When you're choking down the devil's <laughs> cock every night. <laughs> Is this offensive? Which there's nothing wrong with sucking dick. No, there's not. It's just the devil's. One of my, I would say... One of my incredible. favorite activities <laughs> sure. for other people to do. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. If someone goes, I love sucking dick, I go, I love that. Yeah, I love people that love to suck dick. I love it too. For sure. Not even mine, just in general. No, for sure. I love that, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Subtle. when the devil just the doesn't devil. get it out of your face. <laughs> it's the devil. <laughs> I just talking. don't need it in your face all the time. Um, yeah, so there's like a lot of basic questions that I think that I want to start having more articulate answers to. Okay, you want to be more man, thoughtful. Yeah, as a man, like, I think that, like, um, there's a lot of stuff that I could elevate yes. rather than fix their question, let's fix the, fix the answer. Yes. Right? When, and when I ask questions, maybe I bump up those questions. That is good. Right? So what's some basic questions? Basic questions. Yeah, give me a couple of, of basic questions that people ask. Um, where do you like to go in the city? So I would normally say I like to go to a bar, right? Okay. I like to go hang out at a bar. I go in my neighborhood, something like that, right? Um, yeah, someone says, where do you like to hang, right? Yeah. I'll I'll say something along the lines. I need to elevate that, right? A yeah. bar, just drink beers, you know? Maybe I'll say something along the lines of some place where I could feel, like, emotionally open enough to have a deeper conversation or enough that we could laugh to a silly degree. That's good. I mean, this is informing more about you. Yes. Yeah. I just need to start, a, a, like... It's good because you get on the same page. It's like, uh, let's figure out if we actually like each other. And this isn't like, yeah, let's figure out if we like each other. And I think that people sometimes overcorrect and start saying, like, traumatic shit to each sure, other so that, fast. Some people like to do that. I'm not saying, let's say, traumatic stuff. No. I'm saying, let's, like, go to, like, a nice middle ground where we're learning about the other yes, person. Yes, we take logical steps towards connection i don't have to go in my neighborhood these boys they would fucking follow me you know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i need to like just like start all of a sudden like just opening up yeah right what's your favorite movie i like the godfather because it was one of the only times my grandpa would give me individual attention that it, is nice. it felt like it felt like it was a special bond and i didn't know how to relate to him in a lot of ways so that i felt like him and i could like bond it's hard dudes it's hard to bond so it was like yeah. it's nice it was like a vehicle for real conversation i that felt is. like that is it's also a lot of people don't say that a lot yeah. of people don't say i felt like it was hard for me to bond with this person in my family and i really like this thing almost just because of that yeah but do you think that's too traumatic like trauma no, bonding not really i think it's enough yeah. It's also who do you want to let in to your life on that level? Who do you want to allow to get to know you in that way? I guess so. Yeah. The listeners, obviously. The listeners. I mean, I'm very open. I, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're also, open on the podcast, but in real life, in real life it is a little different. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm just trying to like elevate my answers to stuff. That's good. I think it, I'm also reevaluating st like stuff that kids, people would ask like. Like, what's your favorite sports team, you know? Yes. Like, uh, uh, what's your favorite cartoon, right? I'm, yeah, like, thinking yeah. about it. I'm looking at a cartoon again. If I'm going to say, if you're going to say SpongeBob's your favorite cartoon, watch an episode. 
Yeah. So then you could remember what Recalibrate. it is. Recalibrate. Recalibrate. Your favorites. This is a good advice I would Because I used to say Ace Ventura, and then I took a look back. Oh, yeah. And then I go, I can't be running around saying I like Ace Ventura no more. You also might not like it as much. 100%. It's not as – you've learned a different perspective on comedy, and you're like, oh, this this joke is not – it's all one big joke, and it's not great. <laughs> I know. I mean, there's funny moments, obviously, but to have it be your favorite movie of all time, it just doesn't resonate with you that much for it to be your favorite movie. So, yeah, I'm going to look at things. But there is a... Um, I think this is a good advice. Recalibrate your favorite everything. Yeah. If your favorite pizza spot you haven't been in two years, you should go. If you haven't seen your favorite movie in two... If you're going around talking favorites, check it out again. Make sure that it uh, holds up in your personal... Whatever people in the media, whatever else they say... Your personal favorites should – they might not hold up, which is great for you. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. To have to find a new favorite. It's like so. there's such a negativity around they want to cancel this. They want to get rid of – it's like it's okay to grow out of things also personally. Totally. Your fa- you don't have to have your favorite things since you've been five years old. Stay the same and then just get offended if anyone like shits on it. It's like you can grow. Sure. Or you, and you, or you could say it just holds up – Special place in my heart. Yeah, uh, exactly. Because then it's not about the thing. Exactly. It's about the memories yeah. or the people that it's attached to, 100%. which is why when people get defensive. Yes, Well, exactly, because they do have an emotional attachment to it. Also, but it's okay if something holds an emotional. I watch it every day in the hardest six months of my life when X, Y, Z. So I, it'll always remind me of that period, and I'm grateful for that thing. And can I say in, in the opposite to that? If someone really loves something and you know it's like a little problem, but they're like, it, it told me and my father did this, or me and my, me yeah, and my yeah, mother yeah, used yeah. to do this, don't just shit on the thing over and over again. No, Let yeah. them have you it. Just move on. Just let them have it, even if yes. you don't like it. If it's bad, yeah. it's Just 100%. let them have it. It's not about the fuck movie it's about the person they yeah, watch the movie with yeah yeah, yeah yeah let them have the fucking problematic movie yeah because it's they, not they, the problem is the problem is they can't get in touch with their emotions and that's a vehicle to let them 100 so let them get in touch with the emotion even though the yes. movie's fucked yeah right and if you mention it once and it's not receptive either walk away like i don't know you're not gonna change this is your this is would require therapy for this person to understand why this thing would be problematic and you're not probably not a licensed therapist yeah so it's like all right i'm just gonna move on from you and i want to say in contrast to this like me elevating my answers to stuff right okay like i want to grow and say like not just green right yes not just what's your favorite food pizza yeah. right would you like pizza i would say pizza no, but you could say it more articulately. I could, yeah. Right? When people ask you your new favorite food, Robbie, you're a grown-ass man. What do you say? Robbie, what's your favorite food? Uh, what's my favorite food? Don't collapse. Don't collapse. Don't. I see you going in on I'm yourself. Fucking, I'm spiraling. I know, you're spiraling. I can't you're, Robbie, you're just with me. There's literally I, no I mean, one. I would probably say pizza. I don't know. No, but let's elevate that. Okay, now. how can I elevate this answer? Let's think. Well, what do you uh, like about pizza? I mean, the way it tastes. <laughs> talking about <laughs> fucking have you tried it it's great i know uh, I, mean, I know the way it tastes i didn't think i, like I didn't my, think you were gonna say the presentation <laughs> what are we talking here of course the i way it tastes. like pizza and sex are the same i maybe like pizza more than sex <laughs> what are we talking about what is happening rob and yes and people say what you know you what like what's my sex? favorite food <laughs> well i like pizza more than sex <laughs> that's <laughs> I just Bobby. immediately start talking about sex. I also uh, hate when people compare pizza or and anything sex. to sex. Oh, it's so funny. I hate it. Yes, 
It's a, yeah. Sex is so complicated. Sex is so many it's different things. So it's such a range of things. It is not a hundred percent. It is. It a could be strange. Uh, amazing to horrible to not to to life changing in every direction. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Pizza is. I love pizza so much. <laughs> it's not that. Yeah. It's not. No, it's not that at all. It's no. not a fair comparison. No, no one ever, no one ever goes back to seek revenge because they didn't get pizza in high yeah. school, <laughs> right? No, yeah, hundred percent. No one's ever getting a divorce because it's like we haven't had pizza in four years. <laughs> we live. Yeah, we have wild. tacos. It is wild too. Yeah, compare just, pizza and sex. We can't. Sex doesn't need to no be compared one, to anything. No one's, no one's risking disease for pizza. Yeah. Yeah, take the oh yeah, take the condom off. Yeah, I don't care. This pizza's that good. <laughs> no, no. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Right. Um. If there be, yeah. So someone says, Robbie, what's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? I'd be like, I live in literally the best place for pizza in the world, and I eat it almost every day. I'd have to say pizza. That's nice. That I was a that better. Would be, that would probably answer. be yes. Right? Here's what I would say. Maybe you say something like, I like pizza because yes. it feels like really – it feels so exciting for me to bring someone to a pizza place and it's really like standing and chatting. It's not like a sit-down kind of – Yeah. Like speak about like the experience or okay. what. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's something Pizza's inherently made to be shared. Robbie, there you go. That's the best. There you go. It's the most oh, shareable I... food that it, there is. What about soup? <laughs> what about a nice French onion soup? One spoon. Two tongues. <laughs> Romantic. Give me that crispy biscuit. <laughs> um, um, but he, yeah, so that's a good answer, right? So I th I've been thinking about that when I t as I talk to people. I want to start elevating those answers. You know, it is good to elevate. We'll see. We'll see. My New Year's resolution was to unpack my laundry. I haven't done it once the whole year. You'll you'll get there. I know. Today you're like, when we edit, why don't you unpack the you laundry? You can do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> you unpack the laundry. That room is a dark hole for you, okay. boy. <laughs> um, so, but like, I think it's good to elevate those answers that have to do with you, except if it's about facts. Okay. Right? Yes. Like, if it's about s something factual about you, do not elevate those answers. Oh. So here's the thing. Yes. I've, every single girl I know that has brown eyes, I go, hey, what color are your eyes? They go, hazel. No, they're Fucking not! You know what's no, funny? No, they're not. How convenient! Everyone has hazel. Only everyone has hazel eyes. Only five percent of the population has hazel eyes. I looked it up, okay. but somehow every single girl I've met with brown eyes has says they're freaking hazel. I didn't even know what hazel was until like it's not college. real. I I didn't know what it was either. I thought hazel was like like a combo of blue and green. Like when I, until I was maybe like 21 years old, and then I realized that I have hazel adjacent eyes, and I could. Oh! <laughs> I people. Well, this is what was happening. People with more brown eyes than me were claiming hazel. Yes. So then I was having like an identity crisis when I figured out what hazel was, and I was like, "Do I have hazel eyes this whole time?" And my mom was like, "I guess has hazel ish eyes." But I have brown eyes. I have a little you, yellow in my eyes, but I have brown eyes. Bro, hazel eyes are the NFT uh, of eye color. Okay. They're we just fake. made them they up. They made them up. We made them up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I They're not know, real, yeah. bro. No, I, I agree. Because I've said I have brown eyes my whole life. And then, yeah, people with – it is funny. It's also the easiest way to flirt with someone. Be like, just oh, say, my God, what are your eyes, hazel? 
because you're making uh, them feel hotter than the. Yes, that is also, a good I, way to flirt. I also want to say this. I think brown eyes are fucking hot as shit. Yeah, I don't mind brown I eyes. I like a deep, rich brown eye. Okay. I think brown eyes are fucking smoking. Can't we give love to brown eyes rather than fucking try to change who you are? <laughs> this is amazing. I mean, I'm just being real right here. I don't. I don't like brown eyes too. Don't say you have hazel because then I'm annoyed at your ass if yes. they're not. I need, and it doesn't have to be like I have hazel. Wait, come out, come look in the sun with me. Yeah, yeah. It, I need to see it right here, right 100%. now. I love a brown eye. Yeah. There's nothing. We I, just kind of decided that the lighter your eyes are, I mean, the it's some white bullshit. Are. It is definitely white. It's bullshit. white bullshit. Yeah, at the yeah, end of the day, it definitely right? is. But I, I mean, that's what. At the end of the day, it's fucking white bullshit. No, my eyes are brown or not brown? How dare you? How dare you? I'm from Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody in the state of Connecticut has brown eyes. Oh God! Oh, bring us back, Connecticut. There's. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I can't. And some people do have hazel eyes, so I feel bad for the prop for me screaming the truth right now. Yes. But for the one listener out there that does have what hazel eyes. What even is? I don't even know what the fuck they are. I want to look up the different. What, what hazel, color? I looked it up the other day. Um, I know what hazelnut is. Hazel eyes. Let's see. Hazel is just its green tints in the it brown. It is the green. It's a little green in the brown. Yeah. See, but even. You don't need to show the camera. They could Google. They could Google. Um, but this is the propaganda. It says behind these hazel eyes. Those are brown eyes. Those are brown. Those are chestnut. Yeah. If we let's if or we could create more eye colors if create, we want if we want to be we're talking about creating more colors or just having more specific color verbiage then yeah we just have brown blue green hazel yeah let's throw I hazel, have some yellow in mind like, hazel, do I need to say that hazel is a fucking t is it's like a plot twist yeah it's an overcompensation in a direction you want to be that isn't everyone's preference yes right so why not fucking overcorrect in other ways too yeah. Like, my eyes aren't just blue. They're green, yeah, too, definitely. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, uh, yeah, just... And I feel bad for the people with hazel eyes out there that are hearing me screaming about this, no, right? No, yeah, this isn't at you. No, this is... Now everyone with brown eyes that thinks they have hazel eyes just goes, okay, it wasn't about me. <laughs> I know. That's how I cover... <laughs> so it was about you. <laughs> Listen to me. Shh, Robbie, Robbie, okay, don't... Okay. This is how I cover my ass. All right. <laughs> I make a I make The a real statement. ones out there. I make a statement. <laughs> yeah. Make sure it's true. And then I go, ah, you know, but there's one person... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's good to speak. And then you speak to the one person. And they go, yeah, that's they talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. I'm learning from you. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a little sneakier <laughs> version of you. Yeah. You see so more openly. Yes. I'll say stuff like, uh, like, oh, my one ex was so hot. Yes. You more singular. I'll more I be singular. like and don't get me wrong, there are a few people like I'm I'm like if talking directly to one person is almost more intimate. Of course. Of course. I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. I will say the I devil watched. The taught me a couple, couple tricks over the The devil's teaching you tricks. <laughs> um, I watched this movie on the plane home, and well, that's they good. did. Wait, how was you? Wait, tell me about anything happened on the trip. You fall down while you ski? Uh, Not really. You get catch nice views. It was beautiful. Does it make Skiing you feel small? Skiing makes me feel it's very small. It's very peaceful. You know what? I, you know what was happening? There was like, I guess it had snowed, and there was like almost a a wind and a dusting that for like two days, the life was just glittering. Like you would go outside, it was just like sparkles was all over, and it was almost magic. And I know you like winter stuff, and I was like, I wish Sebastian could see this. Thanks. Because I do think like the way that the 
the light was like hitting the air. It was like very sparkly. That's really nice. And I was like, ah, oh. because you, know, you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was nice to see. It's nice to go in nature. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I mean, I went out both nights. There was like. They do like a club situation. Wait, I have a question about the when you say because everyone goes, oh, when I go in nature, it makes me feel small. Right. It makes me feel insignificant in a good way. I always feel small, though. I feel small in New York. How do you not feel small in New York? Like, (laughs) but I think cities make you feel small in a different way. Yes. Because I think a city makes you feel small compared to other people. I think uh, in the country or like when you're in nature, it makes you feel humans are small. Yeah. And I think that's what's beautiful is when a you humans are small in comparison to everything else. Yeah. Rather than I am small in comparison to a city. And I think that's what beats the shit out of you in cities sometimes. Yeah. Because you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. Whereas when you're in this How, beautiful landscape of nature, you're like to compare yourself to the person brook? next to you yeah. is insane. Yeah. How are you going to compare yourself to a mountain, a tree that, that literally there's snow dripping down it, a, a babbling brook? Yeah. You could compare yourself to a guy named Brook. Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Because, you know, he did coke for four years, yeah. you know. But when you I think like when you are in nature like that, it, you feel dumb comparing yourself to the other person because you're like, we're so similar. At the end of the day, because we're humans and this we're you're in like this large, expansive thing. It's like when you go, when you leave the country and you're in, say, somewhere that you can't speak the language and you have no idea. It's like you and the you, if you're with a, American. another American, you're like, oh, we're both American kind of. I don't know if that's a good example. That's a good, you, know what I'm tra- you know what I'm trying to say? It's a great example. Robert. And it's like, oh, we're both humans in this like crazy. There's animals all here. There's these beautiful, large trees. There's like feet of snow and it i don't know it's just like oh we're way more all similar than we see that is nice um it's and so you're not funny. like it's so funny that the like rich people keep that to themselves oh yeah it's t- such a rich people it's like we it's, situation it's i guess if they want to feel equal to someone they don't want it to be that big a difference yeah they want to be able to look at themselves the next morning in the in the light of the street lamp <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean the best part is the ad- I get adrenaline rush You're like You get the fresh air It's just like It's different air It's adrenaline You're going yeah. fast It's like you I've don't- had enough adrenaline in my life You have enough adrenaline? So that sounds really nice I'm happy that you had a beautiful trip I was hoping that you were having fun um, Yeah I did have a lot of fun I went out one night And Diplo was performing Which I don't know what Diplo looks like at all I did not know this And he was kind of just on a stage Surrounded by people And doing his thing very low key and again, I did not know it was Diplo, but he was just playing good songs. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize, because a lot prior to seeing this, I would say, I always thought DJs kind of, I mean, you're just playing songs. And at the end of the day, it's like, oh, what is the skill? I guess you need to somewhat read the audience or whatever. You're just playing music, though. You're not creating something yourself. And he was good and i was like oh djing is a skill it is a very like real skill to understand what's in front of you and entertain those people based on like a set list of things that exist in the universe Uh, yeah and it wasn't like he was playing new revolutionary music he just wasn't playing all of the like a wedding playlist or uh he was playing good music that everybody knows but we were all still surprised by it and having fun which it's, is is a weird skill. 
if you think of it as a curator, all of a sudden that's what respect he is. To it. Very much so. If he's he, a curator. I'm a, he's a curator of vibes. Live a, in the moment. He's a curator of of energies. I mean, yes. here's the thing. It's probably not all live in the moment. So there's probably a lot of uh, planning that happens. Well, that's what I used to think. Years of experience. Yes. So like years and years of like reading a room, he has a flow that he kind of knows how to do. Yeah. Like when, when someone becomes a chess expert. Yes. Like I watched someone do play chess the other day and they're able to go from one plan to another to another as they like someone's voicing how they were moving, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they like the 10,000 hours thing. That's true for true for people um, entertaining Molly people, too. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I always thought of it. Like, oh, you're going to see a DJ. That's insane. But after going to this, I'm like, oh, yeah, because I experienced so much bad DJ all the time. All the time. All the time. You go out in New York and it's just uh, the wedding. It's almost like they want to make sure that everyone's going to enjoy this. So they just play the songs they know the most people like. And it's like you can still play songs that everybody knows and likes and not just have to be so repetitive. Um, like I don't ever. Also, I never need to listen to pop punk when I'm out ever again. This is for controversial. But give an example of pop punk. Pop punk. Mr. Brightside. 1985, say, a song I loved dearly, and I will listen to it on my phone, or it's like fun maybe with a group setting, but I don't need to be at one of these pop punk Blink-182 sing-along type places ever again I would life. I would say this. Mr. Brightside will be a song that people look back at millennials and cringe at. I think it's already there for me. It's truly one of those songs where you see a group of people start jumping up and down singing that it makes me embarrassed that we're born around the same time. Yeah. This, it's like how we're talking about elevating, grow. Yeah. Don't miss the bright side. I know. I think we're good on Mr. Brightside. We're good. I think we don't need to. The techno remix is all of it. I, I don't would think we need Mr. Brightside. I would love for next year, Mr. Brightside, to have zero plays on Spotify. Oh, oh we, we take a full year off of Mr. Brightside. How cool with this? We should cancel songs even if the artist hasn't done it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, for sure. Or just take a break. Like, take don't a break. listen to it for 10 years. It comes back. It's good. In a movie? All yes. of a sudden it has a new new meaning? Yes. That would be amazing. It's just it, – its foot is never – it's not getting off the gas pedal. It's only somehow getting more on the gas pedal. We need to – yes. We need to take a break from it so it can have yeah. – a, a, it, it can never reinvent itself. Yes. It's like Sweet Caroline. Is cringe. You I know. know what I mean? It's like falling into that same kind of category. Yeah. Be, it's exactly what you're saying. Foot never off the gas. It's just constant. You know how you push a button, Robbie? Wow. You take your finger off the fucking button. <laughs> this is great. That is exactly That's true. how you push a button. Yeah. You know how Mr. Brightside has a comeback? You take your foot off Mr. Brightside. We need to 100%. That's it, bro. Because I had gone out. So before I went to the Dippo thing, it was just all pop punk. And it's just like, yeah, everyone's just singing along. Yeah. We don't necessarily need... A sing-along the whole time no sometimes you need to no you want to dance i don't know it also depends on what you want but i was like wow this this guy's really good at djing when is diplo coming on because <laughs> he was so nobody cared it wasn't there was sure. a spotlight on him it was just people cared about all the other people that were at this place and not him and it was like marketed as diplo coming and I, also he played for four hours which i was like oh wow i can't believe he did that i saw one of your friends okay great guy we don't i won't say his name he was wearing a hat Okay. Right? You know who I'm talking about. We were all wearing hats, but no, continue. He had, he had a big brimmed hat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I have a question. Oh, yeah. He had a beautiful brimmed hat. Yes. Very much like uh, adult male energy of I'm going to wear a hat out to the club tonight. Okay. Right? Huge brim all around. Did you guys talk about the hats? Did you say, like, how do you feel, like, transitioning to a man that wears, like, adult hats? Like, how does one do this? Like, what type of energy? Because you have to walk in with a different energy to be wearing literally a hat that's completely brimmed. Well, so for Sundance, the theme is, like, you are supposed to wear stuff like that. So that's, like, oh. kind of the it's the theme of the week, which, like, 30% of the people do. But we were like, oh, we want to kind of lean in. I but you need to... You need to own it. You need to be peacock you, a little bit. You need to, yes. You need to. We fill all the tried hats. on the hat at one point in the house, and we were like, "Who is able to rock this the most? Like, who has can lean into this energy the most? Because it is something that we're a bunch of kids from Jersey, <laughs> like all from a small radius from each other, trying on cowboy hats and these like, fashionista. It, it was, His it was wasn't a, fashion, a cowboy. No, hat. it wasn't a cowboy. His wasn't a cowboy. It, hat. it, it almost, was a Stetson, but it was like a yeah. It was like a. Flat it was beautiful. Brimmed. Yeah, right? it is a nice hat. And. Because I'm here out here, and I see, like, it is very popular with, like, black dudes going to the club wearing a hat like yes, that, right? Yes. And I'm like, I always look at that and go, that's so, that's such a fucking cool look. Yeah. Like, I would love to rock a hat like that. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, like, how, do you practice? Did he, to wear such a bold statement piece out. Yes. Do you wear it around the house for an hour before you go out? Like, you can't just, it's like you got to break in the hat Physically, emotionally, <laughs> spiritually, just like a new pair of sneakers before you hit the club. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't be in the club being like, like adjusting it, like, like kind of feeling it out. No, you have to make that like, oh, I'm wearing the hat. Yeah, no, for sure, it is cool to see so many different people trying such. Because at this place, people are trying bold, bold things. They're like, bold. I'm going to the Sundance Film Festival, and I'm gonna be going to this club thing that bold. all the celebrities will be at, and like. What are we? What are we going to be presenting to these people? And then you know, there's going to be a red carpet. You know, there's going to be pictures. And it was cool to see all of the different things that people consider fashion. And I'm like, oh, this is. It's like, oh, these people look like they're more from LA. These people look like they're more from New York. These people. It's like I don't know. What do people think looks good right now in 2023? That was one of the things I liked about going. I went both nights, and it was open bar. That's also why I'm like, it's hard for me to leave, even though I'm not like talking to that many people and it's hard to talk you know what i mean but one of the things i liked the most about it was seeing what people consider fashion right now and what was some things you noticed there was like i don't know there was like there's cool fur coat stuff i mean fur, tiffany really? haddish was there she was wearing a cool like very i guess colors that you wouldn't think go together like a bright royal blue green orange and then she had like her hair was all white and i, I was like oh that. that was pretty cool i saw that like um colors like a lot of colors Big, that don't even colors go that don't go together no are in now yes I almost like remember that children's book with the fish one fish two fish red fish no blue no, fish? no the rainbow fish. rainbow fish yeah like almost You're colors saying, from that wait a second is rainbow fish a new fashion icon? i think so is that? I think if you want to, uh, the safe approved color list, you go to the rainbow fish. If it's on the fish somewhere, it's in right now. Is peacocking out and rainbow fishing in? Oh, yeah. Maybe so. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. It's not about like, foo, look at me. It's like, yo, look at everything I got going on. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I like that. And I liked your boy going for the hat. I saw that. I said, wow. I, I The I hat looked good. In. It looked good. But you have to hold it. You do have to hold it. You have to. If you're going to make a big fashion statement, you need to present in it. I know. I didn't. Of course I wasn't. Not. No, no offense to you. You no. just don't have hat energy. No. 
I didn't make any fashion I don't think statement. I do either. You could. I think eh. you... I think... Eh. Like I saw my favorite person I follow on Twitter on the streets. He had this big purple wool... It looked like a blanket, but oh. it was almost... It was like a bright purple. Like when you look at the... When if you I learn money, purple for the first time, yeah, that was the purple that this was. And he was just walking around the street with looked like a wool blanket. And that was like kind of his look. And I was like, oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Do you want to shout him out? You said Jabuki favorite. Young White. He's great. Nice. People know him. I don't well, want to like course. name drop, but... Uh, I mean, you said my favorite Twitter that follower. Twitter. Yeah, he's an incredible so comedian. He well he's a writer. It. He's great. Yeah, but I saw him on the street and I was like, oh, yeah, I like his purple uh, wool blanket. To have money. I mean, that's what it was. But to I have, also think you could rock way more cool shit. To have, I don't have money. Like, if you could, like, I was like, it would be so fun for Sebastian to just roll up here in, like, a wild outfit. It would and, be like, so fun. Just so fun. Gigantic. <laughs> yeah, you could pull stuff off. Oh, uh, a thousand percent. And I also wouldn't care. It's not. No, no. It's fun. That's, like, the, the whole, it's, like, cosplay, which is fun. Yeah. Playing dress up is fun. I know. That's why, like, people that were poor that become rich are fucking awesome. Because yeah. Because they just fucking go for it. But if I go. Yeah. Oh, God. No, you got to be gone. I have. You have to be gone. I would be so. One, I don't have kids. Two, I have no responsibilities. Where's my money going? Down yeah. the fucking drain yeah. right onto my body. <laughs> yeah. If I ever got rich people, it would be a good time for everybody. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It would be a good time for you if you hang out with me. It would be a good time to look at. Yeah. It would be fun. 100%. Also, that's also a beautiful thing about not, not being like. Uh, 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 as the ass, as the assholes say, not traditionally attractive, right? Okay, is that like, what's the worst? What am I gonna? No one's. What, what am I gonna? I'm not throwing soup on the Mona Lisa. Yeah, like we're just yeah, playing just take, here. Yeah, take throw a, whatever, take a swing. Yeah, throw whatever frame you want on the painting you got. Which also, a lot of it is, if you could just rock it, rock it. If you own it and you're like, I decided this looks good, it will look good. I think that's also the energy that people that I was noticing. But it was fun. I do. I did decide though that DJing is a legitimate skill. That's beautiful. I think like no one's like being an art curator. Yeah. In a museum isn't a real skill. Yeah. They get paid amazing money. It's also we're looking. You. Everyone looks at a DJ by who consumes it. Yes. Right. That like you have to like think about. You are. You are who your fans are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a DJ is who consumes it. And that's art, true. Art is who consumes it, right? Yeah. That's why it's important to like think about like who's consuming what you do, right? Yeah. That's why even sometimes podcasts suck because a lot of uh, like there was this cliche like douchey like dudes would f uh, follow podcasts. A yes. Lot, which is great, and we're always so proud how many uh, how balanced our audience is. You know, oh, that is I think incredible. It's truly, one it of is the very first indicative. thing I brag about. Me when, too. I when would someone say. says about the podcast, I go, oh yeah, we're almost fifth, a uh, split fifty fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Men and women, which is very hard to do yeah. in any anything. What else right. do you know that? I mean, that's to me, that's cool. I know. Well, hot people, we don't just we don't. No, 100 percent. Hot people. I also decided when I was there podcasts, we it's not a joke anymore. Of like, oh, you have a podcast like that is over. All of these multinational corporations are investing bazillions of dollars into podcasts where it's like you can't make fun of two people that want to start something on their own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Amazon has the audible. They rented one of the biggest whole fucking exhibits sure. at Sundance was this huge two story arena with gondolas. And you go and you listen to these podcasts and every ESPN has producing. There, I know. There's a it be, has now become it's, this it's, bazillion dollar industry that every it's like, oh, you work. You could be a corporate person and be like, oh, I work at a podcast company. Yep. 
like you have a nine to five like you can have many people are now in this industry and i'm like oh it's not like oh what do you have a podcast which is cool i guess but that narrative i would say is pretty much gone so we're part of the problem Probably. I mean, we're not. I mean, we whoa, could be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're closer up, to the problem than we've ever been. We're not problematic and anymore. You know we're part of the problem. You know what, man? If I'm part of the problem, that means the money's going to start flowing. Well, if the if money starts yeah. flowing, I'm going to get hot. If I'm hot, <laughs> the devil's going to be sucking my dick. <laughs> I will say I watched. So on the flight home, I flew in this morning. I took a red eye. And I watched Notting Hill, which is. Many people have been telling me to watch this. I like rom coms, and I like put. I'm you to watch Notting Hill. What I've put out like, oh, favorite rom coms. I talk about rom coms on my Instagram multiple times, and Notting Hill is always like a big response. And it was on Netflix, and I was like, all right, I'll watch it. Let me see. Let me try to access this uh, love feeling again. It didn't work with Lost. Maybe building on the way home. So first, I watched Love Lost. Now we watch Love Built. I will say one of the moves that they did in the movie. You've you've said it's a good move, and I was like, I wonder if Sebastian got this move from them, or it's you've never no, seen the movie. I've never seen it. That's what I figured. I was like, oh, look at this, Sebastian's big moves. I don't. Uh, uh, uh. Not that it's a huge move. No, but here's the thing. I've said this before. Like, hot people don't have moves. Ugly guys have moves. <laughs> I have moves. You have moves. I don't get ass from looks. I get ass from moves. <laughs> yeah. You I get have ass moves. from moves. Looks and no, a lot of I things. get ass from moves. Okay. So yeah, I have moves. I don't like. It's annoying when like people online are like, "Oh, yeah, he doesn't know anything. He probably is just in his bed eating baked potatoes, <laughs> right?" No, I got moves. One hundred percent. I eat potatoes at the kitchen table, <laughs> like the slob I am with my fucking Guinness tea on, like a true American that only pretends he's Italian. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's so annoying. It was the mid make out. Hot guys don't have moves. Yeah. They I don't think I have any. moves. Speaks to the ugliness. <laughs> I also don't think I was. I no, I've I'm had kidding. many yes. stretches where I wasn't hot. That's what when it I is. when I had to figure out how to talk to girls for the first time, I was not hot. That's what it is. I, I mean, that's all it is, man. You th- know. Th- I was. Yeah. I was not at all, and I had to have a sense of humor. That was like the first time I was like, oh, I have to make observations. I have to like, oh, this happened in class. What's a juxtaposition that I could make that makes this fun? Um, but that does. Yeah. That's how you would think about jokes. I guess it'd be like, would I would think- say that's like a lot. Like a girl says something. Or if you're making fun of someone, not like, like loosely, I guess, making fun of someone. Cool. And they would say something ridiculous. I would laugh and be like, that's so ridiculous. I would like laugh, be like, that's funny. That's ridiculous. And then I'd be like, that's like. And then say some other shit or whatever. I know. And then try to make it a little heightened or whatever. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's kind of would be my how I would flirt 100%. when you neg a little bit. The um, what are those called? When something's like this, it's also like similes and metaphors. No, yeah, but there was a part of the SATs that it used to be. Oh, the analogies. They got rid of those. Blank is to blank as blank is to blank. They got yeah, rid of yeah. those. They, they did. Were, yeah, they were worried people were gonna get too good at talking. So Honestly, they, they got rid of analogies. Yeah. Probably the, the rich one, people were like, "We can't do this." Yeah, they're, they're skills, catching on. Yeah, they're catching on. Truly, the one part of the SATs that actually is useful isn't the analogy part. Yes, you know what part's not useful? What grammar? Negative b plus or minus the square root, root of you know? A, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not useful. Analogies are. Yeah. Right. What's oh what what's that feel like? It feels like this. Yeah. Artic- it's articulating yourself. Yes. Exactly. So okay. To a more relatable way. So what's this move 
What's no, it was just mid make out. I got, I got make moves, out. You I got moves, out. So you got to be careful what you say on the pod. Should I not say it? That's why I was. I don't know if I should say it. Go ahead. You mid make out. You pull out. Give a stare. You go wow. Then you go back into the make out. Okay. You didn't tell me wow, but you. I think you said wow. I'll tell you the real move. Okay. okay. But real. they did this, and I was like, oh wow. Sebastian was just telling me how like romantic this is, and it's one of the best rom coms of all time. And I'm like, I bet you've never seen this movie. No. Nah. Yeah. Um, I did watch a documentary on a, pe- a guy that collected Pez, though. <laughs> um, same shit. <laughs> same shit. Yeah. I'm learning moves from that. Here's the actual move. Okay. okay let's See, that's that's, Holly- uh, that's Hollywood. That's Hollywood. Okay. That's glorified. Here's the move. Use this with caution. People may fall in love. Okay. <laughs> so here's what you do. You kiss. You make an ounce. And then you pull away and you look at them. And you kind of look at their eyes, and then you look down at their lips, and you kind of like smile a little bit, and you just stare at them until they go, what? Until they speak first, showing that you have absolute control over oh, the this situation. this is the full move. Okay. This is the full move. Yes. So they go, what? No. I go, oh, nothing. Stop. I'm looking at you. <laughs> until they like feel like, oh, my God. like they, And then you kiss them again. That's beautiful. You have to let them speak first. You don't speak first. The power of silence. The power of silence. I like this. I knew it was adjacent because I was like, I don't. He would never say wow. Nope. Sebastian's not a wow man. I say mid make out wow. Nope. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yo. Wow. (laughs) No. I pull out and I I look at them and I smile and just at close. Yeah. Until they say something. That's nice. I think that is a good move. Yeah, I can't believe I just shared that with people. Well, I will say this, though. People say that this movie is the best rom-com. Wow, I can't believe that fucking came out on the okay. podcast. I can't believe that. <laughs> we could... No, we have to use it. So we'll, we'll let you, the we'll people know. We'll let the but people here's what know. sucks. What? I mean it every time. I love that. <laughs> I, I get do. that. I get that. It's also fun, just as fun for me. Yeah, for sure. It's fun to pull moves. Making out is fun. Yeah. Feeling good about you want them to feel good about themselves. You want to feel good about yourself, and you're already physically intimate. It's nice to elevate those two things for everybody involved. I just don't know. So it's, here's the thing: I don't want some people to be like, "Oh, if you have moves, that's not special to me." No. What do you, what do you think? The a guy just bumbled along and was able to say everything perfect. Yeah. This, the life ain't the movie freaking Hitch. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You know, like, like, yeah, the moves are used on other people. You know what? They were practiced on other people. Oh God, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> There's no good way to like say it. No. You're also just growing as you go through life, and, and you know what? It's all. I would say this actually. It's about you. You like to do that. It feels good for you when you do that. And that's something you like to do when you're making out because it feels good for you. And when you are hooking up, people have preferences of what they like to do. Yeah. And it's like, oh, people say, what's your favorite position? X, Y, Z. It's like, oh, you can have that. But there's more than one. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just something that makes you feel good. I got to hit this book. Yeah. yeah. The Kama Sutra. I always come before the second page. All right, babe. Hopefully tonight we can make it to page two. <laughs> I'm always like, it sucks. I always start from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I need to start. I need to put a bookmark okay, in the damn get thing. A bookmark. I'll get you gotta, a Kama Sutra bookmark. You got to get me a bookmark for okay. this damn Kama Sutra. I'll okay. tell you this. I've never made it past more than one. Wow. Jesus Christ. What's your favorite position? Wow. I didn't know that. No, the other, yeah, there's more than one, man. Wow. I didn't know. I guess it's like vines. You know what I mean? Fucking me is like a vine, you know? We just cut to the other position really fast in the matter of seven seconds. 
It's like, wow, I can't believe how many shots he got in that. It's like, wow, sex with Seb is like a vine. Somehow in seven seconds we have four locations. This is a nice put this put this clip back in two thousand what, fourteen? Yes. That'd be good for the soul. 2013, 2012. Yeah. yeah. The height of Vine. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, fucking me is like Vine. It's like, wow, I can't believe it. That seven seconds felt packed. Yeah. But somehow empty inside of me. <laughs> I think that's the clip right there. <laughs> I think we finally Tag my mother. That seven seconds felt packed. Um... Tag my mother. Let her know. Let her know. Let her know. Who cares? It Anyways. doesn't even freaking matter anymore. She'll die. I'll die. It doesn't matter. Let her know. Seb has sex once a year. <laughs> <laughs> what I've realized, though, is that rom-coms, a lot of them, much more heavy on the rom side than the com side. And I like a rom-com to be 50% rom, 50% com. And I don't, this isn't really existing. This movie, Notting Hill, was, I would say, 80% Rom, 20% calm. Not enough calm in your Not rom. Not a lot of calm in my rom. I want more calm in my rom coms. It'd be like almost 80 20 calm to rom, which I don't also. I want a full sure, like split knocked rom up, knocked up is 80% Correct. like uh, uh, calm and 20% rom. Correct. But here's the thing what my idea is it's the way that gender norms looks at relationships okay a man looks at a relationship probably a lot of eh, let's not even fucking make it like a lot calm a little rom okay. and some people want a lot of rom a little calm yes and you know what i want oh and you think more people want more rom than calm i think more because not as many guys like rom-coms yes so a guy probably wants 50 50 split rom-com not uh, nor i would say an average man probably wants mostly calm a little rom Oh, okay. Uh, most, like, Knocked Up is a, a mostly calm. They're hanging out. They're smoking bongs. They're with yes, their friends. Yes. And, of course, they get the beautiful girl. Yes. Right? And uh, the if the girl wants mostly rom because it's in a direct reaction to the calm roms. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's good for a 50 split. Me, personally, I'm of 80% rom, 20% calm guy. You want 80% rom, 20% calm. Which is fucked. Interesting. Because I'm mostly calm. Yeah, you're all, yeah, for sure. I'm mostly calm. So when it comes to rom coms, I want mostly rom. Okay. Well, do you like, do you like, like, full rom? Like, the notebook, I would say, is what? Full rom. I like full rom. You like full rom. I could go full rom. I could go full rom too if I know what I'm signing up for. But I want what is a fifty percent rom, fifty percent com? Do they? I was trying to think of one that even exists. I can't think of one. Yeah, I can't think. I can't think of one. Maybe when Harry met Sally might be one of the closest flirts. Yes, I haven't seen it in a while. I went through a phase though when I watched like all of the classic rom coms. Yeah, and I really liked them. Like, she must love dogs. Along came Polly. Friends I, with benefits. Uh, how to be single in New York. I, like, and they're objectively bad movies. I'm just like, I like to watch like Friends two with, people fall in love in a fun way. Friends with benefits was. Closer. I like that. It was closer to. 50, that was closer. 50. I would say that was like sixty forty. Yeah, that was closer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like along came Polly. That's. That we say short. Yeah. That adds to that's that's mostly calm at that point. You think it is more calm than rom? Along came Polly. Yeah, probably. Even the first time they fuck, remember he's like counting down the set. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I do that. Yeah, you Ma do. Yeah, make it a twelve. <laughs> you don't do that. No. How do you distract yourself when I'm having sex? I think if I I, I don't try to distract myself. Anymore. You don't. Not anymore. 
God bless. Yeah. God bless you and your family. Are you kidding yeah. me? You don't distract yourself? I'm not trying to. No. I think the saddest possible thoughts in my mind. I try. <laughs> the worst position to be in is being having sex and being like, I got to think of shit that is not going to make me turned on at all. It's like, why are you doing You're doing this because it feels good. It's like, I'm going to think about my grandma. It's like, going like why to, am I going to think about my grandma? Like, it's like going to a scary movie just to, just to like cover your eyes the entire time. Yeah. That's what I do. Sex for me. I've never opened my eyes during sex. Yeah. I mean, oh, physically, but emotionally, no. Okay. Emotionally, my eyes have been closed every time I fucked. Interesting. I'm more like, I want to, this is what I also, I think that I've, my, since the pandemic, my awakening is I try to prioritize the person that I'm hooking up with for mostly, most of the beginning of the session, I would say. So like to a point where I'm like, all right, I think that I've built up enough good karma that if this is not great, if this actual sex isn't great, that's okay. But I'm going to try to enjoy it. And I'm going to, while doing that, I'm going to try to make them feel good too. But it's like, I try to just take the pressure off. You make the meal for them and you have, which I think you do too. We've talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even eat. Yeah. I'm you don't, don't, eat. don't, you don't always eat. need to eat. You don't got to eat. No. You know what? That must be confusing when the man don't eat. <laughs> I don't eat. It's so you think it's confusing for people? I think it's confusing, yeah. I don't mind not eating. It would be more confusing because before the pandemic, I wouldn't eat and I wouldn't set up. <laughs> and I wouldn't cut. It's like, what does this guy want? Yeah, sometimes I don't need to eat. Yeah. Well, that's good. Anyways. Um... <laughs> um yeah, no, I was thinking, I think Palm Springs was maybe 50% round, 50% calm. I don't know if you saw that movie. No. But I like a good even split, so. Well, that's good. I'm happy. That was that. my takeaway from this film festival in which I saw no films. I'm happy that you went on vacation and now you're thinking about. Rom-coms. Rom-coms. Just the Robbie I want. That's exactly Just it. Just the Robbie I want. Come home, babe. I'll put more calm in your rom. All right? Get over here, you little slut. I mean, <laughs> you beautiful slut. <laughs> Uh, all right, we have exciting news. What's the news? We're doing a show on February 3rd at the Bitter End. That's like uh, the old music and comedy venue in New York. One of the most iconic venues in New York. We're uh, opening for our friends Alfonso Velez, who is incredible. We did a whole episode about him called The Beautiful Soul. And he's great. He's a great musician. We're doing a full hour set uh, on a music show in one of the most iconic venues in New York City. It's $15, which is the cheapest that you've been able to buy a ticket for us in New York since we've done live shows. Uh, and you'll get a full night of entertainment, which is cool. Yeah, it's three hours. You could it's say a for three hour um, the $15 will get you through all that. Yeah. Um, hanging out, we'll be there. It'll be fun. Yeah, which the, does feel almost like old New York, like yeah. where comedy and music would be at the same venues. It would be like artists stick together. Uh, um, which I'm excited about. Yeah, it'll be dope. Uh, also, we have a show the uh, following week. We have no. So let me go to Vermont, 17th and 18th. Excuse we have me. Vermont. Two, so three. If you're in Burlington, if you're coming out, please come out to the Vermont shows. And also, uh, I'll, we'll be teaching up there. If you want to take workshops, please check those out. Go ahead. Uh, and then we have 224. We're back. New York is phenomenal. at caveat. So we have two, three. The bitter end in New York City, 7:30 p.m. 217 and 218 in Burlington, Vermont. We'll be doing Vermont is Phenomenal, which we had such a blast last time. Uh, it's a fun trip. If you're in New York, it's a Burlington's awesome. And if you're in Vermont, definitely come out. It's a great uh, venue and a great little city. Yeah, it's going to be dope. And then 224. So those are all our dates for February. So please come out to that. We're back live. And 
excited to see people. Beautiful. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. Yeah.